the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Friends, it's great to be with you on a wonderful Friday evening, kind of a cloudy Friday evening throughout Central Florida. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you on Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's the program that highlights the Apopka High School Athletic Department with co- interviews with coaches and ball players, high school ball players on our show, as well as alumni, and the sharing their opportunity, sharing their stories of success, achievement, and success, and um, and the various ways, the numerous ways that they contribute to our community as a whole, both on the field, but especially off the field. A little bit later, we look forward to speaking with head coach, Coach Jeff Rolson of Apopka Blue Darter Football. And that's probably a pretty good place for us to start tonight. Of course, as you know, school is now out. So high school sports seasons have ended for spring sports. And, of course, there's a lot of youth, um, other youth sports activity taking place over the summer, travel baseball and numerous uh, travel softball and all kinds of other things as well. But tonight's show will give us a chance to reflect a little bit on spring football practice. And, of course, as many of you know, spring football is a is is huge in Florida, as it is most places around the South and even uh, various places around the country. And Popka culminated, Popka specifically, finished their spring practice with an excellent performance in the spring jamboree, which, of course, many of you heard right here with Joe Ferraro and I, uh, as we were able to broadcast it, thanks to our wonderful sponsors. And Popka, and and just to talk, uh, explain very briefly the jamboree format, essentially what that refers to is multiple teams playing each other, not for a full game on, a, on an afternoon or an evening, but for a quarter of or two. And in our specific, and that's a concept that goes all the way back, literally back into the days when I was in high school. So it's about a 40 plus year concept uh, in the state of Florida. And oftentimes that's what you'll have certainly in the spring for a contest, and even sometimes in the fall as well. For Apopka, we were, I guess the word would, might be fortunate, might not be the, the best word, but uh, we, or we wound up in a spring jamboree with two of the top programs, elite programs, not only in Central Florida, but in the state of Florida. Uh, Winter Park High School, the Winter Park Wildcats, under the, co- the direction of Coach Tim Shiflett, and the Dr. Phillips Panthers, under the direction of Coach Rodney Wells. And um, so essentially, um, as you heard right here, things went very well for the Blue Darters. Had a good solid outing versus Dr. Phillips and a good solid outing 
um, against Winter Park, which led to victories on the scoreboard. Now, as I'll share with you, as I share with anybody, everybody that I talk to about these spring jamborees, fall football jamborees, high school football preseason games or preseason classics, as some people call them. Uh, many times they don't rise to the level of a classic, but uh, I just refer to prefer to call them spring preseason games. But you know, and these these are essentially glorified scrimmages, is what they are. So I'm always the first person to to, to really counsel and encourage people not to get too carried away, um, and got not to get too carried away in a positive vein. If your team does well in these spring jamborees and preseason games or don't get too depressed if your team doesn't do so well because essentially you know like i said before they're they're essentially glorified scrimmages they're scrimmages with uniforms having said that you know it's always do great to do well in any endeavor um on the field and the pop could you know perform very well and i'll just uh, recap our um yeah the two uh halves versus dr phillips and winter park here briefly and we look forward to possibly being joined by head coach, Coach Jeff Rolson, a little bit later in our show. Um, Popka came out versus Dr. Phillips, of course, and actually it, uh, uncharacteristically for Florida, as you heard, those of you who listened, the win was a factor. I mean, there was a very strong win blowing at, at Larry Gurgley Stadium at Walter Field that night, and it definitely impacted the game, especially on snaps from center. And um, all three teams did run plays, some more than others, but did run plays with the quarterback in shotgun formation, which means the quarterback standing three or four yards behind the center. It's not the direct snap um, situation. So the the ball was blowing around. The the exchange between center and quarterback – if, you know, did not go well on multiple occasions for all three teams. Um, so, which is, you know, something, when, once again, one of the reasons you play these games or have these jamborees is to work kinks like that out. And uh, the wind certainly did not help that night. But anyway, to recap, basically, and, and those who follow high school football closely know that Dr. Phillips, in addition to having an outstanding reputation just for an outstanding program, an outstanding team, uh, is particularly known for their defense. And uh, Popka ended up, you know, with a twenty-one to eight victory in that one half. And from from a positive standpoint, it was the running game worked very well. It was uh, ran the ball very effectively. Also benefited from a, a defensive touchdown interception returned by Josiah Robinson. Um, but but essentially, it was it was an excellent outing for for the Blue Darters, and it was uh, somewhat you know. Possibly even surprisingly good outing. Uh, Caleb Hicks, who had essentially worked as the backup quarterback for most of spring drills, got the start and performed very well running the offense, which was primarily run-oriented, even out of the spread formation. Two running backs particularly did well for Apopka as well. They were Keandre Jones who had some flashes last season before he got injured um, of excellent running and Keyshawn Jones and Keyshawn Jones is a transfer from, from um, South Florida area. 
And um, and once again, um, the defense, as as many people might have expected, close observers might have expected, for Apopka was was outstanding, both against Doctor Phillips and against Winter Park. Um, and that's not to, to be too surprising because there are a number of exceptionally talented and experienced players returning on Apopka's defense. In fact, there are four or five that are being heavily recruited by numerous Division One schools. And um, so anyway, that's kind of a recap of the Dr. Phillips uh, outing. Uh, Dr. Phillips did score, got their final, t- got their touchdown right um, to end the scoring in the contest. JoJo Patty, if I remember correctly, had a, had a nice scoring run, and they converted a two-point conversion as well to close out the scoring. Then in the Winter Park game, um, essentially kind of a replay. Popka defense was exceptional. Uh, the win was caught, causing havoc, both in terms of snaps from quarterback to from center to quarterback, but also in the passing game to some extent as well. And uh, Popka pretty much stayed on the ground, controlled the ball on the ground, uh, got got a big turnover. In fact, I, the more I think about it, I think that interception return by Josiah Robinson was against Winter Park. Actually, defense uh, played excellent and came out with a fourteen to zero victory there. And then. In the JV contest, Winter Park had a spectacular pass play where um, they threw about an 80-yard bomb for a touchdown, which was really an exciting play to watch, you know, regardless of, of what team you know executes that play. But anyway, so, so to close, you know, to kind of wrap up the the spring football synopsis, Popka had a, you know, it was great. First of all, for the Blue Darters, it was great for every other high school football team in the state of Florida to have the opportunity to get back in, shall we say, more normal circumstances than last year, to have spring practice first and foremost, and to you know be able to finish it off in a excellent game-type conditions, and specifically the way that Apopka did. It was against Winter Park and against Dr. Phillips. Um, and looking pretty sharp, actually, as well. S- when we come back, we'll continue to talk about Apopka Blue Darter Sports, but then we'll also broaden out the horizons a little bit and, and talk about some other things as well. I did want to let you know that um, talking old school on Saturday evening, tomorrow evening at 8 p.m., will feature an outstanding guest, and um, that is Frank Pomerico, former starting offensive guard for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. And in fact, Frank Pomerico was the offensive captain of the 1973 national champion Fighting Irish under the direction of Coach Era Parsegian, coaching legend Era Parsegian. And he has an outstanding book out, and that's going to be primarily our topic of conversation. Is The book's title is Era's Knights, that's Era Parsegian, A-A-R-A, and you know, many of you will remember uh, Coach Era Parsegian for the extraordinary job he did at Notre Dame in 11 years. And it's just a phenomenal insight into Coach Parsegian's career, his philosophy, great behind-the-scenes insights into you know things both big and small that, you know, that were the reasons that he was able to have such extraordinary success on the field for the Fighting Irish. So we'll talk a little bit more about that um, when we come back. The book by Frank Pomerico, Era's Knights. 
Coach Era Parsegian and the golden era of Notre football in the that golden era from, you know for specifically related to coach Parsegian was from 1964 to 1974 the football seasons before we go to break of course I want to let you know that Blue Darter Sports Central on Friday evenings is brought to you by some outstanding sponsors they of course are Great Ford Insurance Apopka Dr. Patrick St. Germain St. Germain Chiropractic Florida Door Solutions and Community Health Centers of Central Florida. Founded in 1972, Community Health Centers of Central Florida have been serving the people of our Central Florida community with quality, affordable health care for over 20 years. And now they have 15 locations serving the people of Central Florida. Community Health Centers of Central Florida. Well, friends, we'll be right back on Blue Darter Sports Central. Please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Sometimes it feels like the world is throwing everything at you. Dell Technologies Advisors have the tech advice you need to navigate whatever you're up against. For advice on solutions like XPS 13 laptops, powered by Intel Evo Platform, call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Hey, honey, we're having trouble with the garage door. It's noisy, it skips. Didn't even work when I got home the other day. But who do you call? Maybe we ask our friends on social media. Hey, good idea. Hey, that didn't take long. This one says, great job, Florida Door Solutions. Here's another one. Quick service, Florida Door Solutions. Reasonably priced. There's more. The tech was very nice. Wore mask, Florida Door Solutions. They fixed our roll-up door at our office. Florida Door Solutions came out right away. I guess we found our solution. Florida Florida Door Door Solutions. Solutions. Florida Door Solutions. And celebrating 20 years serving Central Florida with the professional products, service, and installation they've become known for. From commercial and residential to gate operators, they have the reputation for doing the job right the first time. They design, install, refresh, renew, update, and repair garage doors and entry systems on existing and new construction. And they carry the best name brands from LiftMaster, Overhead Door, Haas, Clope, Raynor, and more. Call Florida Door Solutions, 866-FLA-DOOR. Or take the tour online at FLADOOR.com. Florida Door Solutions, serving Central Florida for 20 years. I'm Michael Easton, president of Fellowship Financial Group and host of the Retirement Income Show. With spring already upon us, it's critical to review your financial goals to make sure that you're on track for the retirement you've always dreamed of and deserve. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call us at 407-949-5888, 407-949-5888, or check out fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. And join the Retirement Income Show Saturdays at noon right here on FM 94.9, AM 950, The Answer. One Florida Bank is proud to support Apopka Blue Darter Football. As a community-minded bank, we know that local relationships matter. That's why One Florida Bank is firmly rooted in Central Florida and right here in Apopka. We believe a locally owned and managed bank better serves local needs with personal banking, local decisions, and better service. Because we work together, our goals are one. Member FDIC. From the entire One Florida Bank Apopka branch, go Blue Darters. Take the answer with you wherever you go. The answer Orlando.com. Tune in, iHeart, and Radio.com. Breaking news, conservative talk. AM 950, FM 94.9. The answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Well, friends, welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's great to be with you on a wonderful Friday evening throughout Central Florida. We talk about the Apopka Blue Darter Athletic Department and share with you interviews with coaches and high school ball players. And as they share their stories, their uplifting stories 
of positive achievement, both on and off the field. In a moment, we're going to be joined by head football coach of Apopka, Coach Jeff Rolson. Before we go to Coach Rolson, I want to, of course, let you know about our sponsors of our program, Great Florida Insurance Apopka, Apopka's trusted insurance agent, Community Health Centers of Central Florida, founded in 1972. Community Health Centers of Central Florida have been serving the people of our Central Florida community with quality, affordable health care for over 20 years. By Florida Door Solutions and by Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, proud to be voted best chiropractor for now 16 years in a row. Now let's go to Apopka Blue Darter head coach, Coach Jeff Rolson. Look, Coach, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, Roger. Hello? Yeah, hello, Coach. Yes, can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't there, but now I can. So great. Uh, thanks okay. for joining us. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. And I just kind of wanted to share, um, you know, of course, anything that you'd like to talk about, but I'd, I'd like to get your insights into the way you felt that spring practice went. Of course, I know it was it was wonderful to get back on the field in, in more, quote-unquote, normal circumstances uh, than the past year or so. But can you just start by giving us your overview of how you think uh, spring practice went for the Blue Darters? I think it went well. I think we, we utilized our time well. I think we practiced for about two hours and 15 minutes, which is a big departure from what we've done in the past. It was you know, we'd go three hours or more. Um, the kids responded well. Um, so it was, uh, it went quick. It didn't get stale. Uh, we stayed healthy. And uh, we had a, a good outing uh, in the game against uh, Dr. Phillips Water Park. So we're thankful for that. And yeah, I'd like to follow that up. Um, of course, we, uh, you know, we, we broadcast the game and, you know, observed it. And I thought it was, it was you know, from, from my outsider's perspective, you know, very encouraging. Um, one of the things that said, talk about offense first. Of course, uh, you know our, our defense, you know, is 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 great, and, and I think most people would have expected it to be great. But on on offense, uh, the the offense seemed to move the ball well, and, and were able to score against two teams that traditionally are have, have outstanding defenses. Well, you know, it's, it's spring, and, and you know, people put different emphasis uh, a different emphasis on spring. Some some put a lot more stock than others, work out a little more than others. I think, you know, both those teams probably are going to be quite a bit different come, you know, game five, six next year. They're, they're both talented, obviously. And Dr. Phillips is noticeably uh, stout on defense generally. Um, so I thought, you know, I, I thought we played well. I thought that, you know, it was, it was a little bit sloppy on all sides, all, all, all the teams, but, uh, it was good to see us move the ball. Our offensive line uh, played played well. Um, we protected well. We, we, we ran the ball well. We got a couple little running backs that, that performed well. Uh, Keyshawn and, and Keandre, both last name Jones, and Keandre's you know was was big for us last year. He's going to be big for us again. He'll only be a junior, and, and uh, Keyshawn's uh, transferred from Deerfield down south, so. He added some depth for us, and he's he's really good football player. So we got two good ones there, and a, and a good line in front of them. So that's going to be good. That quarterback situation. Kale Hicks stepped in and looked really good. So we're thankful to have him. He returned from last year, and then uh, Andrew McLean uh, will uh, be pushing to be the starter in the in the fall. 
Yeah, I'd just like to follow up the, the quarterback situation. Of course, Andrew McLean, a, a transfer first from Sanford Seminole, you know, from what I understand, had run with the you know, first team offense for most of spring. You know, was held out. He and some other players were held out of the um, the dress jamboree um, uh, situation. And then, of course, as you said, Caleb Hicks stepped in and uh, uh, seemingly, once again, from my outsider's perspective, seemed seemed to really run the offense you know, quite well, especially you know, for a guy uh, stepping in as, as the backup quarterback. No doubt. I, I was I was pleasantly surprised. He, you know, he got quite a few reps during spring. Uh, uh, Andrew McLean probably had more reps, but, you know, he, he looked better in the game than he looked in practice. And that's a good thing. So I, I thought he, he, he handled himself very well. He ran the ball. He was one for two throwing it. And we didn't need to throw a bunch, but we intend on doing so. But he did a great job. It gives him, it's got to give him a lot of confidence going into fall that, you know, he can he can do it. It gives us confidence that he can do it as well. So I think everybody feels pretty good about it. And, and can you talk a little bit about uh... – yeah, the circumstances of why uh, Andrew McLean and some other players you know, w- were held out. Well, it's a state uh, state rule that you know if a kid transfers, it's got to be you know we've got to dot the uh, I's and cross the T's before he's eligible to play. But he can be eligible to play within six six days. Um, and it's policy of our our county, I guess, to not play any of those guys unless it's it's dead locked. Uh, taken care of, and we had one individual who had a, you know, a, uh, a reason that they had to uh, move up, so we were able to play him. That was the, the running back from Deerfield Beach, uh, Keyshawn. But uh, the other ones, that uh, we did not play. I know that. Uh, so that's just the way we do it in the pocket. Some people do the same, and some people do not. But uh, I think <laughs> we, we we're only responsible for us, so we. we we try to do it the way we're supposed to do it, and, and uh, that's all I can say about that. <laughs> and can you talk about um, you know the offense as well? We've talked about it before, you know, before the jamborees, and um, you know we're going to make some changes, you know, or seemingly, or at least you know, changes on offense in terms of formation and maybe even philosophy a little bit. Can, can you you know, talk about that? Yeah, I've got uh, Coach Barrett who is with us. Uh, as an assistant here in 12 through 15, I think, uh, when we had uh, uh, Zach Darlington was quarterback here, and we were throwing the football a little bit and obviously running it well, but still able to throw it well. He was with us at that point. He's been an offensive coordinator in in Texas for a few years. So uh, he's going to bring some some of the throw game back for us, and uh, Coach Collins is going to handle our – our run game, but uh, we're going to be in some different formations. It won't be spread. We'll be physical, but we intend on throwing the football, and we feel like we got a couple quarterbacks that can do it. And we have some skill on the perimeter that can catch it, so uh, we're going to we're going to have some spread stuff. I uh, ran a little bit of single wing. Maybe we had six laps of single wing uh, the other night when we played, but the rest of it was all spread. So, and our, our package was small. You know, it's going to it's going to Increase in in, uh, in size and scope over the summer, and then when we get to the fall, we'll we'll see what happens. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna throw it a little bit, and we're gonna run it, but we're gonna throw it. So I, I think for us, if we threw it 
you know, 15 to 20 times in a game, that'd be more than sufficient for our needs. Bridge, you're listening to Blue Daughter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. We're glad you're joining us. Right now, we're speaking with Coach Jeff Rolson, the head football coach of the Apopka Blue Darters. Hey, coach, can you – now, I would like to ask you about, about the defense. Of course, defense has been you know outstanding. That's an understatement uh, the last two years under your leadership. Um, you know, and, and a lot of very experienced players coming back and, and talented players, heavily recruited players uh, on the defense. And, of course, they you know performed well in the Jamboree. Um, can you just share about a little bit about your thoughts for the defense and your expectations for the defense in the fall? Yeah, you know we we uh, we've had two really well, we've had two great football seasons. You know, offensively and defensively. You know, we played for the title uh, two years ago. And last year we lost in the uh, final four. So by most people's thought process, that's pretty good football. And, we and we uh, we anticipate being right there in the mix again this year. But uh, we've had great uh, outings defensively um, the last couple of years. And, you know, we've got uh, two linebackers back that are going to be four-year starters with Josiah Robinson and Travion Boggs. They're both great young men, and they're going to be highly recruited. Um, the Kai Martinez is uh, one of the best corners in the state of Florida. He's highly recruited. He's a four-year player for us. Really uh, outstanding. Um, and then Caven Call would be the other uh, highly recruited young man that we have on the defensive side. He's a defensive end. He's going to be a junior. So we've got those, uh, those four kids on the defensive side of the ball. We're, we're stout inside. Uh, we've got returning uh, defensive linemen, Troy Lee. We've got uh, Michael Spain. Uh, we've Betancourt. So those guys are all up front. And Andre Phillips will help us at linebacker. And, 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 and rush some, and then we have a soccer that we, that we think is going to be a good player. Uh, Jordan Wright, and then uh, we're looking at some youth at, at safety, uh, and 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 Antoine Robinson, and uh, maybe Kavion Nichols or uh, uh, Michael Davis competing at the other safety. So we've got a lot of experience. We've got, you know, we've got some spots we're going to have to keep an eye on, make sure that we're managing them so we don't get them in above their head. So we've got some to build some depth in the secondary. I'd say that's key defensively. But, yeah, we've got some really good players, and they play hard. So we've, uh, we've done well on defense, and we expect that to continue. Well, Coach, I appreciate you joining us here on a Friday evening, and it's always great to speak with you, and thank you for sharing great insights into spring football yes, at Apopka. Yep, Coach, Coach Jeff Olson. Yep. Appreciate it, Coach. Yep, you have a good night. Friends, it's... Um, Obviously, it's easy to see when you hear a conversation with Coach Rolson why he's had the success that he has. You know, obviously, uh, very knowledgeable and has great insights into what it takes to put a team together. We're going to um, take a break in a moment. A little bit later, we look forward to hearing from John Perry, the editor of the Apopka Chief and Planner newspapers. And, of course, he's covered Apopka Blue Daughter football for over 40 years. Before we go to that break, I want to remind you that our program is made possible by Great Florida Insurance Apopka, Apopka's trusted insurance agent, and by Florida Door Solutions. Florida Door Solutions supports the high school ball players and their dedicated coaches. 
that you hear on our program on Blue Daughter Sports Central. So if you have garage door needs of any kind, I encourage you to contact Florida Door Solutions, and you can do that at fladoor.com. That's fladoor.com, or just or, or visit, or just give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. Florida Door Solutions supports all the programs you hear on the new AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer, and our messages of patriotism and support for our free enterprise system. We'll be right back. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The Department of Agriculture is sending $1 billion to the country's food bank networks, seeking to expand the reach of the system and revamp the way food banks acquire and distribute aid. The funding, announced Friday, comes half from the American Rescue Plan COVID stimulus bill and half from standard congressional appropriations. Like other aspects of President Biden's Build Back Better initiative, The food bank plan openly seeks to use COVID recovery funds as a chance to reform a support system whose flaws were exposed by the pandemic. A good day on Wall Street as the Dow was up by 179 points to 34,736. The Nasdaq rose 199. The S&P advanced 37. Oil up 81 cents to 69.62 a barrel. More details at srnnews.com. One Florida bank is proud to support Apopka Blue Darter football. As a community-minded bank, we know that local relationships matter. That's why One Florida Bank is firmly rooted in Central Florida and right here in Apopka. We believe a locally owned and managed bank better serves local needs with personal banking, local decisions, and better service. Because we work together, our goals are one. Member FDIC. From the entire One Florida Bank Apopka branch, go Blue Darters. Great Florida Insurance Apopka is dedicated to insuring Apopka and surrounding communities with the best value for home, car, and business and the best service. Here's Steve Enselin to talk more about that great service you get from Great Florida Insurance Apopka. Every single one of my customers has my my number. Not just the office, but my personal cell. Same number, my wife calls when she's mad at me. Can't dodge their call. <laughs> That's Steve Enselin with Great Florida Insurance Apopka. Call Steve Enselin at 407-434-1145 or visit the office in the Hunt Club Shopping Center. Online at Great Florida at insureapopka.com. Great Florida Insurance Apopka. Proud to be a presenting broadcast partner of Apopka High School Blue Darter Sports. I struggled with symptoms like frequent gas and stomach pain for years. I was bloated all the time with daily diarrhea. At first, I thought it was what I was eating. I kept thinking it was stomach issues. So I did my research and talked to my doctor, and we finally uncovered the truth. It It was was actually EPI. Exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI, is a condition where your pancreas is unable to help break down your food. It can lead to symptoms like diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, unexplained weight loss, and oily stools. And EPI symptoms can be confused with those of other common digestive conditions, like irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's, and celiac disease. So getting to the right diagnosis meant being more open with my doctor about the severity of my symptoms and how often they were happening. But there's good news. EPI is manageable, so don't wait any longer. Use the symptom checker at identifyepi.com and schedule a visit or call with your doctor to ask, Could Could I I have have EPI? EPI? Sponsored by AbbVie. 
Hi, Steve Lash at Blue Book Service Center. Is your check engine light on? Get our computer diagnostic for only $25. Other places charge $100 or more. Not Blue Book Service Center. We're saving you money. Make your appointment now at bluebookcars.com or call 407-321-0741. Take the answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in, iHeart, and Radio.com. Breaking news, conservative talk. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central. Roger Franklin-Williams. It's great to be with you tonight. Thank you for joining us. Hope you enjoyed that conversation with Coach Jeff Rolson, head football coach at Apopka High School, of course, one of the premier coaches in the state of Florida. It's always great to get his insights. Of course, a greatly high school football season is greatly anticipated by those that are passionate about it. And I know that includes a lot of you. And one of the things that um, I do want to point out, and this applies for to Apopka specifically and to a lot of the top, I would say, elite programs here in Central Florida, is that the schedules are going to be very challenging for the teams, but <laughs> which means it'll be very exciting and interesting for fans and observers. And that, I guess, due to some quirk in the process, and I don't know exactly what it was, and, you know, the the process of determining who makes the playoffs, who qualifies for the postseason, has changed um, rather significantly each year over the last three years. And this year it's going to be a little bit different. I don't know exactly what it's going to be, but from what I understand, a residual of that is a top programs, elite programs are going to be playing head-to-head throughout the course of this regular season. Uh, for instance, um, from what I understand, uh, you know, Stanford Seminole and, and Edgewater are, are going to play, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, of course, Edgewater will be playing Winter Park. Um, there'll be a, a lot of really key, interesting matchups. As far as Apopka is concerned, we will have... Um, Contest with Edgewater. Edgewater is back on the schedule, and of course, they have in the last two or th- the last three years or so, three to four years, turned into an, a, a true state powerhouse under the direction of Coach Cameron Duke. In fact, the last two years they've played in the state championship game in Class Seven A. So, Apopka Edgewater returns to the schedule this fall. Apopka will play Doctor Phillips once again. That's always one of the really top regular season matchups, especially from teams that are from different districts. Popka will travel to Lakeland High School to play the Dreadnoughts. Once again, one of the outstanding high school football programs in the state of Florida, I would say going back over 50 years, over 60 years most likely. Uh, and At historic Bryant Stadium. Other games on the Apopka schedule include um, District games versus longtime rivals like Evans and Okoy. Of course, only beat Okoy by two points last year. And Lake Brantley as well. That Lake Brantley Apopka series is one of the great rivalries in Florida high school football. And now it's even uh, even more intense because they are actually in the same district now. So that's just a, a small sample of the kind of quality schedule, outstanding, difficult schedule. The Apopka will be playing, and the same goes for many of the other top 
high school football programs in the state. Also want to let you know that we look forward to being joined by John Peary, editor of the Apopka Chief and Planner newspapers, a little bit later in our program. But before we go to John, I do want to shift gears a little bit and talk about guest Frank Pomerico on who will be joining me on Talking Old School this Saturday night at 8 p.m. And, you know, he's the author of the book, Era's Nights, Coach Era Parsegian and the Golden Era of Notre Dame Football. And I know many of you are passionate about not only high school football, but especially college football. And I suspect we might have more than a few Notre Dame fans out there who listen to our program and our stations. And yeah, I, the the book is so good. I, I read it in about three days, and it's two hundred fifty pages. And one several things that really I'd like to share with you about this particular book. And you, know, it it's there are three or four major major themes that that come through here. And I would say first of all is the personal journey of Frank Pomerico, and I'll just share a little bit about that. He talks about how he, growing up in New York City, his father was a New York City police officer, a sergeant in the NYPD, and uh, talked about how his father encouraged him to strive to attend Notre Dame and to uh, aspire to be a Notre Dame football player, even though, by his own admission, he was not particularly an outstanding athlete or even necessarily an outstanding outstanding football player. He was a good football player, but you pretty much in order to get to Notre Dame, you got to be outstanding. But and but a big part of the 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 theme of the book and what what we can all take away from it is he established a goal once again, thanks to the leadership encouragement of his father, to to aspire to play football for Notre Dame and, and realizing that there would be a lot of other guys out there had more talent than him um, who would have a better shot at getting that scholarship and really entered upon a quest to essentially work himself into uh, being good enough to be recruited by Notre Dame and also to develop the, the correct mental attitude and the correct spirit of perseverance that it would take to achieve that goal. Then after years, four, three, four years of hard work, Achieving on the football field, you know, playing well, doing the extremely hard work off the field, weightlifting, running, other things, agility drills. He did receive. He did actually catch the catch the eye of of, of Coach Parsegian and Notre Dame, and actually received a scholarship to play football. And in his words, there were forty one scholarships given out that year. Frank Pomerico got number forty one. He got the last scholarship in his recruiting class. And uh, which, you know, of course, he was thrilled to get. <laughs> and within two years, by the time he in freshman couldn't play at that time, uh, were ineligible to play. It's back in the early 70s. Within two years, he became the only starter, sophomore starter uh, on the 1971 uh, Fighting Irish. So it's just a, a, a you know brief example of the kind of perseverance and you know the just the kind of positive way of living your life that that you can get in this book that you can read about in this book and it's the name of the book is Era's Knights Coach Era Parsegian and the Golden Era of Notre Dame Football 
So you've got the, the personal journey of Frank Pomerico and to talk about what it was like for him to to go to the Notre Dame campus and you in his effect his absolutely effect his absolute affection and the love and passion he has for Notre Dame and the positive experiences he had there really really shine through in this book. But then also once he got to Notre Dame he he came under the direction and the influence and the leadership of Coach Ira Parsegian. And particularly it was great for me to read this account because one of the things that, um, you know, from my perspective, and I'm sure many of you encounter this as well, especially if you really dig deep into the lives of great achievers, and in, in this case specifically great football coaches, both at the professional college and even high school level, um, as I know many of you do, it, it's one of the things that a little bit of a downer about that can be in certain cases is sometimes – if not oftentimes, you know, the men in their personal life don't don't really um, you know, seem to, to 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 live exemplary lives, if you will, or or maybe um, you know achieved great success due to um, you know n- neglecting their family or whatever, or achieved great success by uh, not following uh, you know, uplifting principles, if you will, and high ideals, or or guys will play for great championship teams and. Even though they do achieve on the field and have success on the field, it, it, it it's a miserable experience just because it was either so brutal or, or grueling or um, other negative aspects of it. So the the point that really shines through in this particular book by Frank Pomerico, and of course the name of the book is Era's Nights, Coach Era Parsegian and the Golden Year of, of Notre Dame Football, is that Coach Era Parsegian from the very moment the players stepped on campus, from the very first meeting, team meeting they had, and he actually quoted some of uh, Coach Parsegian's uh, comments at the te- first team meeting every season, was to encourage, if not, and even demand, but but actually more more inspire the young men who played Notre Dame football under his leadership to set a higher example, to set a, not only the highest example that they could as players and as teammates on the field representing Notre Dame, but to also as, aspire to be the best people they could off the field. In fact, uh, encouraged uh, each player and, and admonished each player to live a life that gave back to the community that live a life that gave back in positive ways to the other people that you encounter over over the course of your life and in, in, in the course of your daily activities. This was all a big part, a huge part of the instruction and the coaching, if you will, that players at Notre Dame received from Coach Ira Parsegian and his staff during these years, which were from 1964 to 1975, five, and excuse me, 1964 to 1974. And Frank Pomerico talks explicitly about the example it had for him as a young man, an 18-year-old young man who entered this great institution, Notre Dame, uh, the Notre Dame football program, and, and the incredible positive impact uh, that Coach Eric Parsegian's leadership and his high ideals and his his living that life, uh, serving as, as an example, first of all, in his leadership, the positive impact it had on Frank as an individual and also on his teammates, which is paying positive dividends here even 40-plus years later. Anyway, I strongly encourage you to get the book, and you're going to hear him on Talking Old School Saturday night. We'll be right back. It's Blue Darter Sports Central.
Hey, honey, we're having trouble with the garage door. It's noisy. It skips. Didn't even work when I got home the other day. But who do you call? Maybe we ask our friends on social media. Hey, good idea. Hey, that didn't take long. This one says, great job, Florida Door Solutions. Here's another one. Quick service, Florida Door Solutions. Reasonably priced. There's more. The tech was very nice. Wore mask. Florida Door Solutions. They fixed our roll-up door at our office. Florida Door Solutions came out right away. I guess we found our solution. Florida, Florida Door, door solutions. solutions. Florida Door Solutions. And celebrating 20 years serving Central Florida with the professional products, service, and installation they've become known for. From commercial and residential to gate operators, they have the reputation for doing the job right the first time. They design, install, refresh, renew, update, and repair garage doors and entry systems on existing and new construction. And they carry the best name brands from LiftMaster, Overhead Door, Haas, Clope, Raynor, and more. Call Florida Door Solutions 866-FLA-DOOR or take the tour online at FLADOOR.com. Florida Door Solutions, serving Central Florida for 20 years. Hi, Steve Lash with Blue Book Service Center. Get a free tire disposal if you buy four tires and have them mounted and balanced by us. Blue Book Service Center, we're saving you money. Make your appointment now at bluebookcars.com or call 407-321-0741. Pet Parenthood is the greatest experience of an owner's life, but it comes with plenty of emotionally, physical, and financial challenges. Hi, my name is Janelle Young, and I'm America's Pet Owner Coach. Are you in need of a pet intervention? Are you looking for expert guests or just looking to see what's coming up right now in the pet industry? Then this show is for you. Don't miss Pet Owner Diary, all new Sunday mornings at 10, right here on AM 950. And FM 94.9, The Answer. Take The Answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in, iHeart, and Radio.com. Breaking news, conservative talk. AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's great to be with you tonight. Hope you're having a, a wonderful, enjoyable Friday evening, and I'm very pleased and want to thank you for choosing to spend part of your Friday evening with us on Blue Daughter Sports Central. Jeff is our producer, and hope you're enjoying the program. Of course, earlier we heard from Coach Jeff Rolson, the head football coach at Apopka High School. Our next guest will be, we look forward to speaking in just a moment, with John Perry, a true authority on Apopka Blue Darter football, Apopka Blue Darter sports, and high school football throughout the state of Florida. Before we go back, before we go to John, I want to, of course, let you know about the sponsors that make this specific program possible, and they are Great Florida Insurance Apopka, Apopka's trusted insurance agent. Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. Dr. Patrick St. Germain and St. Germain Chiropractic, proud to be voted best chiropractor for now 16 years in a row, and by Community Health Centers of Central Florida. Founded in 1972, Community Health Centers of Central Florida have been serving the people of our Central Florida community with quality, affordable health care, for now over 40 years, now and now with 15 locations throughout Central Florida. Now let's go to John Perry, editor of the Apopka Chief and Planter and High School Football Authority. Well, John, thank you for joining us. Hi, hey, Roger. How are you doing this evening? Doing well. Doing well. It's a great Friday night, and we're happy to have you joining us on the show. You know, I, first of all, I'd love to have you um, 
share about any other sports other than football and Apopka that you that you think that you know, that are important that you'd like to share about. But but first of all, I would like to have you just give your overview of of spring the way that spring practice went and um, your thoughts on on you know where where the team is now af- after uh, ha- having had the opportunity for a spring practice. Yeah, uh, you know, it, it it was interesting the way things went, I guess, and and you know they're trying to trying to uh, I won't say I don't want to say open up the offense because that's not the right term, but you know they're going to move into the spread offense which they've done. Uh, Jeff Olson still wants to on the, on the ideal night to still run about seventy five percent of the time, uh, but you know maybe throw fifteen times a game, maybe twenty. Uh, it, it's still going to be if a pop is throwing twenty five or thirty, it's it's probably not a good night. Uh, that that many times a game, but uh, you know it'll it'll be more than than three or four maybe that that we've seen in the past. So the bottom line is they want to they want to be able to throw it more, and they also want to be able to they still run the ball, but but to do it out of the spread formation versus. The single wing, you know, and the single wing, I, you know, I, I sometimes call it the football in the phone booth. And and if you've got the guys and, it, you know, it can work. We've seen it work. We've seen it be incredibly productive. Uh, you know, the, the single wing set set a, a offensive scoring record for the state uh, in, in number terms of number of points. And they weren't just running the 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 single wing that year, but they were running it mostly. And so, anyway, bottom line is, they still want to run the ball, be able to throw it some more. And, and you know, Mark Barrett, who was on the Apopka staff for three years uh, when Rick Darlington was head coach, uh, has been in Texas since then, and now has is, is come back. And, and he's, he's, I think he's back this weekend for good. And then, but he came back twice during the, during the uh, spring practice. And helped, especially you know, for the spring game. He, uh, the jamboree, he helped. Uh, he, he was there for that, and he also was able to, you know, teach his system to to the players uh, and to the other assistant coaches. And and obviously that helped a lot. So, uh, you know, did look pretty good in the in the spring game. I, you know, uh, as I talked to Coach Jeff Rolson, and he said, you know, well, Doctor Phil, they won't. They'll be better in the fall. Yeah, they will. But you know, I think Apostle will probably too. Uh, you know, the the two transfers from from Seminole uh, weren't able to play. You know, quarterback and tight end, and, and uh, you just you know the Andrew McLean and, and Bryce Harrison. So, I, you know, uh, how how that will affect in the fall? They'll get some time to run some some seven on seven this summer. Uh, you know, there'll be workouts and everything that'll start actually next week. And then they'll also go to FCA camp, Fellowship of Christian Athletes camp. And that's about next to uh, full contact, not quite full contact. They wear helmets, they wear shoulder pads, uh, and, and the shorts. And they'll, they'll hit and block some. Uh, it's not, it's not full contact, I'll say, but it, it gives them a chance to run some plays against some other teams. There'll be other teams there, and you know they have their 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 uh, football heavy stuff in in the, in the daytime, and then some other stuff in the evenings. And and uh, you know it's it's always a good thing. And so the, with the you know things somewhat getting back to normal, 
they will be going to FCA campus this, this uh, in July, right before regular fall practice begins, and which is in actually in late July. So, you know, and then August twentieth, it starts the, the preseason game against Deland at at, at Apopka. No, it's great that the F- they'll have the chance for the you know, Fellowship of Christian Athletes camp again this year. I've always heard a lot of great things about that, and uh, you know, from what I understand, it's, it's a very productive, positive uh, experience in helping the, the young men prepare for the season. It's great to see them getting back on track with that. And uh, yeah, I would just uh, before we leave football, I obviously was 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 pleased with um, the performances against two top-notch programs. And, of course, as you know, um, I'm always the first one that says, hey, it's just a glorified scrimmage. Don't read too much into it. But, I mean, you can't right. deny the fact that, um, you know, the offense – well, I mean, I think people most likely uh, – everybody that knows anything about a pop, you know, knows – football knows that – expected the defense to play well, and they did. Um, but the offense, I thought, was surprisingly effective. And particularly, you know, the one player that really caught my eye and stood out was Caleb Hicks – who I guess had been running as the backup quarterback for most of the spring, and you know, got the call to start because um, McLean you know, uh, did, you know was held out, and I thought performed very well. You know, ran the offense uh, very well. Yeah, I agree. Uh, surprisingly effective. That term you use is very appropriate for how the offense looked. Uh, and and so and Caleb did do a very good job running quarterback. He he was and, and you know I, I thought Mark Barrett put him in the position. Uh, you know, in terms of play calling and uh, everything he was asking him to do, uh, and you know, and, and to play Dr. Phillips and Winter Park, you know, those are two quality programs. They're playoff teams. Uh, you know, the, of course, the original schedule called for the spring game at Tahoka Kaliga, and then they had to back out because they just had some injury situations, didn't have enough players. And I was wondering that, you know, it was like, Okay, they can go down to Topa Kaliga and win by forty-two to nothing in a spring game. But will that really tell them anything? This was more of a challenge against Dr. Phillips and Winter Park, and Popka came out on both in both uh, two-quarter scrimmages. And you know, at least to me, it gave, told me a little bit more uh, about what a Popka might have in the fall. And uh, you know, it certainly was, as you said, uh, surprisingly effective on especially offensively because we knew what we were going to get defensively, pretty much. I mean, there's some new defensive backs, a couple of new safeties, uh, you know, and, and the one uh, cornerback who we thought would be there, you know, Tyler Malou, he's now in, living in Arizona, so they're having a new quarterback, a cornerback over there uh, opposite of Nakai Martinez. Uh, you know, Josiah Robinson had the, the pick six on the tip, uh, about 45 yards against Winter Park, uh, or no, was that against DP, but whatever. He had the 45-yard pick six, and, you know, they're just a good, hard-hitting group. I mean, they're they they they're well-coached, and they're – I mean, you've got, you know, Josiah Robinson and uh, Travion Barnes and Nakai Martinez are all starting their senior – will be seniors in the fall, and they all will be four-year starters in the fall. And then you've got Kevin Call, defensive end, who's uh, a three-year starter. He's a junior. So they've all been starting since their freshman year. That's a lot of experience right there. And you just you, you just can't buy that. I, you know, uh, a kid can come and, and be, you know, supposed to be this and supposed to be that. Well, until he gets the, you know, puts it on on Friday night, uh, you, you just don't know how a kid's going to react. So uh, that experience is, is truly going to pay off, I think, for, especially for the defense. 
And uh, I thought the offensive line, you know, Bill Coggle's uh, in charge of the offensive line fully now, and I thought they they did an outstanding job, uh, especially running a new offense, uh, an offense new to them. So, uh, yeah, it was it was a, a good, solid uh, effort in, in the spring jamboree by, on both sides of the ball. But the surprising part was the effectiveness of the offense. John, I really appreciate you joining us here on on Friday evening. Hope I didn't get you. We didn't get you in trouble with Grace, but <laughs> your wife. But I you really appreciate you taking a few minutes no, with us. We're fine. <laughs> and, um, we're fine. We've got time for one more question. We got about two minutes before our show ends. I would like to ask about the schedule um, and just share your thoughts on the schedule because I've I've already shared with our listeners. It's really a, from a fan's point of view, it's it's a wonderful schedule because there's some of the top teams in the state on it. And that, and the other teams have that situation as well in Central Florida. But um, you know, can you just uh, sh- share a couple of games that really really have your interest this fall? Well, uh, frankly, I think the, the preseason game against the land is, is interesting. Uh, I do, honestly, I do not know what the land's expecting, uh, but they'll be decent. There's not going to be a pushover. Uh, you know, it's not like you're scheduling. And I hate to say it, but scheduling Cypress Creek uh, for your preseason game. Uh, you know, the land's a quality program. They're, even in the down year, they're going to be decent. They're going to win three or four or five games in the down year. And and then sometimes they'll come over and beat you in the state semifinals like they did about 10, 12 years ago. And, and, uh, and they've been very good the last couple of years, too. Yeah, and, and they'll they'll be decent. Uh, they'll be good. Uh, you know, of course, the Lakeland game, pops are playing at Lakeland, and that'll be huge, you know. And last year, Lakeland wasn't a typical Lakeland team. They were very good, but they weren't. A powerhouse, I guess I would say. Uh, they lost some games they probably shouldn't have. Um, uh, you know, so I, we'll see how they are this year. I'm sure Bill Castle will will uh, have a renewed interest in, in, in getting his team to the top. Uh, and, and so, you know, and of course, West Orange is, is on the schedule, but not a district game anymore, uh, which is a whole other. Uh, I could whack that was going on that one for a little while, but uh, you know, and then there's the district games. Real frankly. Uh, Foster should win the district. I, you know, it's just it's just not a strong district, and that would mean an automatic playoff berth. But you got to get you, then you got to get ready for the postseason, and, and that Lakeland yeah, game. Yeah, got to got to jump in. Okay, we're wrapping it up, but thank you for, for sharing okay. your insights, friends. John Perry of the Popka Chief and Planner. Thank you for joining us tonight on Blue Darter Sports Central. Have, have a great Friday evening. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. News, opinion, passion. AM 950 and FM 94.9. The answer. WORL Orlando. It's 8 o'clock. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. Facebook is suspending former President Trump for two years, stemming from the U.S. Capitol riot. White House correspondent Greg Clugston reports. The social media company's suspension follows its finding that Trump stoked violence in the nation's capital on January 6th. 